Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. The passage today is Matthew 2, verses 1 through 8. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. Today's passage is the traditional reading for Epiphany, about the visit of the wise men from the east I confess I did not know that until this morning, and Jamie and I discussed it before the call, and it turns out <clears throat> this was arranged by the Holy Spirit. This was nothing that uh, that the church leaders put together, that this passage would be read on this day. And I just I just take that as a, uh, a, I just give a prayer of thanksgiving that God is with us. Emmanuel is here, that God is with us, uh, even as we meet uh, on Zoom this morning. So magi is uh, often, uh, the, the word magi uh, comes from a Greek word called magos, and it's defined as a scientist, or as you might expect from looking at it, a magician. And the same word, we find the same word in Acts 13 to describe the false prophet Bar-Jesus, and it's translated there as a sorcerer. So clearly these, these guys were pagans, and in the pagan world, ancient pagan world, astrology was often used to predict future events. Astrology was the business of the Magi. And indeed, when Daniel uh, interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream, it was after the failure of the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers, and the astrologers. So the astrologers' power was real, even though it was a counterfeit of God's power. And here in this passage, the unknown Gentile astrologers from the east show up in Jerusalem, they waltz into town, and they command an audience with the king. And what's more, the king takes them at their word. Herod only consulted his own religious leaders to clarify what the Magi were talking about. So these wise men reached the right conclusion. They did it from the wrong methods, but importantly, they had the right idea. We have come to worship him, they said. They had come to worship the one born King of Israel, God with us, Emmanuel. And that's the thing about Jesus, isn't it? When we approach him, whether it's for the first time or the thousandth time, we're inclined to worship him. He is the one who is worthy of being worshipped. The story of the wise men and Herod appears only in Matthew's gospel, and I find that interesting because this gospel emphasizes Jesus as the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. 
In fact, there are 40-some pieces of prophecy quoted in Matthew, including this one about Bethlehem. And as we study the book of Matthew in the coming weeks, it will reveal to us how Jesus' life, death, and resurrection are the fulfillment of God's divine plan for salvation, that plan set in motion from the very beginning. And this divine plan was unveiled to Israel piece by piece through the prophets, but they missed it. And it's ironic that the first people responding to a prophetic word about Jesus' birth didn't get it from Scripture. More than that, they weren't even Jews. They were foreign sorcerers who used methods forbidden by God. And yet they got it right. They came to worship Jesus. Jesus was for all and is for all humankind. The prophecy quoted to Herod is from the book of Micah. And Herod's counselors must have read him more than just the one verse about a governor who would shepherd Israel. Micah goes on to declare this ruler would have strength and majesty. He would bring peace and his greatness would reach to the ends of the earth. Now, that's a real confrontation for a tin pot dictator like Herod, because his power was dependent on Rome, a Rome that he saw reaching to the ends of the earth. No wonder Herod wanted to kill off this threat. So back to the wise men. Did they depart with changed hearts after seeing Jesus? I'd like to think they did. After all, they came intending to worship him, and they did just that. And that's all I want us to take away from today's passage, that when we encounter Jesus, whether for the first time or the thousandth time, the only appropriate response is to fall down and worship him. There is nothing else to be done, for he truly is our shepherd and our savior, and his greatness reaches to the ends of the earth. Alan, thank you so, so much. We used these verses from Micah chapter 5 to inform how we can fall down and worship Jesus today. We worship Jesus as the shepherd whose voice we know. We worship Jesus as the strength that meets our weakness and our frailty. We worship Jesus as the majestic one who is worthy of our worship. And we worship Jesus as our abiding peace in troubled times. And we use these aspects of of who Jesus is to pray into so many different things, to pray into lockdown, into COVID. We also use them to pray into Alpha, which starts next week. And we pray that people uh, will come just like the wise men and they will see Jesus for who he is and they too will worship him.